Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for letting us into your ears today. We're about to chat with Addison Ray, TikTok superstar, soon to be pop star. She has a record out. It's called Obsessed, an album potentially on the way. She has a lot to say uh, about all of it. I'm excited to get to know her. She's just a normal human being from Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh, uh, before we get into it, I got to ask you to subscribe to this podcast, please, and share it with those you care about. And also, let me know who you're listening to so I know who we should invite on the show next at Zach Sang on any form of social media. Hello there, beautiful human. My name is Zach. That is Dan. And we welcome uh, to the couch, kind of not really, Addison Wright. (laughs) (laughs) The couch. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really do wish you were physically on our couch as many musicians, artists, and pop stars before you have, uh, because we have a lot to discuss. But you do have our, you do have a great mic in front of your face, and and that mic is famous for many reasons. I believe Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on that that not the exact microphone, but <laughs> type of microphone. Um, yeah, is that just for interviews, or have you been cutting actual records using that that beautiful thing? Uh, I've been cutting records on this um, lately, especially. More than ever now. What is the creation flow like right now for you after Obsessed? Uh, how has it been? Like, are you sitting on a lot of songs or are you now making and then gathering? No, yeah, I'm sitting on a ton of songs, which I think um, would shock people about how many there are. But yeah, I'm sitting on a lot. I mean, we've been working for the past year and um, Obsessed kind of came about in October. So since then, I mean, I've been in the studio probably five days a week. Um, and I mean, even last night, I was literally sitting here at the same studio and uh, did two more songs. So yeah, got got a lot going on, but it doesn't stop. How what what headspace do you want to be in before you enter the studio? Any headspace. I think that's the great greatest inspiration is kind of being where you actually are mentally. And um, I mean, I come in here and and kind of channel all the emotions that I felt throughout the day, or even you know, right before I enter the studio, something could happen that I see on my phone, and I'm like. All right, headspace change, but like, let's work with it and see what we come up with. Music to you, I mean, you're, you're a dancer. I want to go through your story because, I mean, it, you are incredibly fascinating and in, in, in the best way because you really just are a normal kid from Lafayette, Louisiana. You were a dancer. You took that very seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started dancing when I was six years old and um, I did competitive dance for probably... 12 years but I danced since I was six there's something about a dancer right especially at when, when you do it competitively there's a lot of dedication involved correct mm-hmm. it, yes you give up a lot sacrifice a lot for sure yeah what about that lifestyle prepares you for what you're doing now I mean outside of the physical dance moves that you do on TikTok I mean I guess just kind of priorities it kind of defines you know like what I want to be doing and how I want to be spending my time and um, how much I'm working versus you know hanging out I guess but that kind of shaped me to to do what I do today and I think um, you know working on yourself and focusing on things you're passionate about and love is, is a super important thing that you know we don't know how long we have on the earth to do those things so why not do them while you're here would you say you're passionate about TikTok I would say I'm passionate about entertaining and I'm passionate about performing which kind of goes hand in hand with what I do on TikTok but um as TikTok as just an app I mean it's not really like a dedicated passion of mine but what I do is a passion of mine on there how would you describe the art form that is Addison Ray, but your last name not spelt properly on TikTok like what like what, what what is it 
Um, so that's actually because my name is Addison, yes, and then R is my initial for my middle name, and then E is the initial for my last name. So, uh, but coincidentally, my middle name is Ray, which is R A E. So, so it looks like I'm missing the A, but it's literally just my initials. <laughs> that's really funny. And now it, you I know. know it's only casually one of the biggest TikTok profiles in the world, <laughs> which is so crazy and still um, something that I have to wrap my head around. Have you asked yourself since this began, your first TikTok was posted, or at least the one that's up there, on July 8th, 2019, and it was you and a guitar, simple lip sync, your friend came over, planted one on your cheek, mm -hmm. and 20.5 million views later, you know, the rest is history. Uh, have you asked yourself since the journey began, like, why you? You know, I think it's been a thought in my mind for sure, but I think, you know, ever since I was little, I just always kind of knew what I wanted to do I always wanted to be in in front of people performing and putting on a show and um, entertaining like I said and um, I think when I was doing you know starting TikTok I was like you know this is kind of something I wanted to do my entire life I've been dancing since I was young I've been singing I've been you know writing things like that I mean all these things kind of almost got me to where I am today just because I was passionate about them and um, I definitely do look at it and I'm like that's so crazy that it happened for me but um, I think I would have made it happen no matter what Hell yeah, TikTok was just a vehicle. <laughs> it how, was a great one. How far into being on TikTok do you decide that it's time to transition into singing? Um, so I feel like it wasn't necessarily like a switch that clicked. It was more um it was more of like, you know, building out my platform and, and me as myself and then um gradually putting out, you know, things I'm passionate about. And I think music was something that I wasn't really sure of who I was as an artist just my entire life. I think that's something that, you know, comes with time for sure. Um, especially for me, that's how it kind of worked. Um, so I, I wanted to get in the studio. I wanted to make sure that I was writing on all the songs I was doing. Um, I didn't want to cut any demos or anything, at, especially, you know, starting off. And um, I mean, that was a long process. So I think it wasn't necessarily just like a, you know, a thing that I was like, all right, now's the time to do it. It was more like, the time got here when it did, and, and that was when I was ready. And, and by the way, I can validate that because people have been talking about your music coming for quite some time, you know, like writers and people in the industry. I mean, it has been like it's it hasn't it has not not been something that's come up. You know? Yeah, like, I think it's definitely been something that was a secret for a good minute and people didn't know and they were really never like confirmed on the information. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was something that we've been working on for a while now, and, and I think it's in a great place. Like I said, we have so many songs that I'm sitting on right now, and I'm still working literally last night, so and tonight, actually. I'm going to be back here tonight. Was Obsessed the first song you made in the studio? No, Obsessed was not. I made a lot of other songs before Obsessed, and now when I listen to them, I'm like, oh. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But um, I think Obsessed kind of marked something for me and my, you know, my team of writers and, and people I was working with and was kind of like, okay, this is what the direction is. This is the vibe. This is the feel that my music's going to bring. And, um, and I think that's kind of what set off the rest of the music we've been doing since Obsessed. Um, there's songs that we did before, obviously, but I think I was still figuring out who I was as an artist and what that meant to me. Why is it important for you to write on the records that you put your voice on? I think it's just it's just about communication for me and, and it's real and, and it's believable whenever, you know, I'm a part of the the ideas and the process. And um, 
And I mean, I don't know, it just it just means a lot to me to be able to be in the room with the writers and sharing my ideas. I mean, it's my music. I want to speak through it, you know, so I think that's really, it's really important to me. Is your life in the song Obsessed? Yeah, I mean, I think all of my songs, um, I obviously, you know, they're not always that deep, but all of them are usually based off of like a life experience, uh, saying a quote that I like or something that I felt before and um, and that kind of is what shapes the, the narratives or the concepts for my songs is like I come in with an idea or even like three words, you know, like I just wrote a song last night that these three words that I love to say together. It's it's like, oh, I, I'm not going to say what it is, but, <laughs> but um, there's these three words that I've been saying together. And and sometimes I'll like tweet things, too, which this is a kind of a hint, I guess. <laughs> but like I'll tweet things that are just like random. And that's sometimes like an idea for a song or like I'll, I'll like what you know, is short and sweet and to the point. That's a concept that grows into an entire song. Now, has all of your sessions been with Leland and Miss Love? Uh, like, by the way, two incredible writers. And Leland is a, a a friend of mine, has sat on our couch, uh, has been here with Troy. I mean, really, just really special people. and um, So special. People you can trust, which is mm-hmm. very important to the process, right? Totally, yeah. I mean, you know, they really kept kind of my entire project um, under wraps for the entire time. And they worked on with me, you know, from the beginning. So um, they're definitely people I can trust. I come in with, you know, stories even sometimes that make a song and, and it'll be things that we don't necessarily exactly allude to in our music, but you know, they know, they know me, they know my life and they kind of follow along with that, which is so amazing that I have people that I can trust and that are literal creative geniuses sitting near me and, and, you know, being friends to me. Well, that's it. It's like an opportunity to learn, but it's also an opportunity to share in a safe space and like exactly. really collaborate uninhibited and like unrestricted, which is so important to the process. Yeah, no, it's definitely a safe space for me, which makes it even easier to, you know, come in here and just write home feeling. Yo, beautiful human, are you looking for deodorant? If the answer is yes, Native is for you. Native is amazing. It's made better because it's made with things we understand. Tapioca starch, shea butter, coconut oil. Native is the only thing I put on my pits. It makes me happy, and it makes me smell absolutely delicious. They have over 10 cents, so you're guaranteed to find one you like. My current favorite is citrus and herbal musk. I'm also a big eucalyptus and mint guy. Also, lavender and rose is real nice. You can try it risk-free. You can make returns or exchanges all within 30 days. Plus, there's like 14,000 five-star reviews. And the truth is, Native Deodorant is the best deodorant you will buy. It's just made better. Oh, and I didn't even mention that they do plastic-free deodorant. So if you're trying to be more environmentally friendly, Native Deo is for you. 20% off your first order. Just go to nativedeo.com slash Zach. That is nativedeo.com slash Zach. Happy pits, happy life. So when you walk in there on the day that you guys wrote Obsessed, what story did you bring them or what few words did you bring them? Or was it more than that? Oh, yeah. So when I walked in with Obsessed, uh, we actually were working on a different concept when I walked in. Like we had it was a concept we had talked about before. We kind of have like Madison keeps like a a little log of just different things we talk about like randomly. I'll, I'll text her like random ideas during the day, too, and she'll keep like a log of them Um, just so whenever we come in the studio, we have, you know, not only concepts that I bring in immediately from, you know, prior phone talks or even, you know, car rides before that. But um, days before we'll have said things that we kind of liked and stood out to us. Um, So that day we were working on a different concept. I I was a little bit late to the studio 
and I walk in, they're already kind of talking about the same concept we had thrown around before. And, um, and then we have Ryan making the track and he was kind of starting off a little slow. We were just like chilling, waiting for me to get there. And then we started writing this concept and probably like 30 minutes into it when we kind of had the track built a little bit more, um, I go, Oh, let me tell you the story that just happened to me. And they were like, okay, like what, what is this going to be? You know, I, I say that very often. So I'm sure they're like, what is this about to be every time? Um, but I was like, Oh, I was just in the car with, um, my friend and, and he was like, I'm obsessed with you. And, and I was like, me too. And he was like, Oh, you're obsessed with yourself. And I go, Oh, uh, I didn't mean it like that, but I guess I should be. And he was like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, wait, you know, I, that, maybe I should be obsessed with myself. And I told them that story and, and they just laughed and they were like, like Leland actually was the one that was like, wait, that kind of sounds like a really good concept for a song. And I was like, let's write that down. So he wrote it down in his notes and then um, we continued with the other concept and, and I kept going back to like me saying that. And I was like, oh, I want to write that. I feel like it's going to be so good. So we were like, all right, fine. Let's pause the, what we're doing right now. Let's start a different track with, you know, this concept. And um, wow. I was like, I don't know, guys. I, I like the track that we're, we're working on now with the other concept better. Like I liked, I liked how it feels with what I said. And they were like, oh, well, we already have the other concept with it. So let's just make a new track. And I was like, oh, I really like this track with it. So I feel like we should try it. And um, one of my other writers that were in the room, T.S. Scola, she was like dating. She's dating the producer Ryan and I was like hey Tia tell Ryan that I really want to use this same track for this like like convince him and so she was like okay fine I will and finally Madison and Leland too were like okay fine let's try it and then we did and it wow. I mean was like a picture perfect match but by the way like you need that safe space to even push for those things right like you need oh to totally be, you need to be with people you feel comfortable enough to do that with and also at the same time share your life because I mean like yeah it's, uh... I agree. Yeah. I mean, I was literally, you know, telling them a story about something that happened that day and also to be able to be like, hey, like, let's do this instead. You know, I definitely have a comfortable place here where I can say what I think and um, and they're always open to trying new things, too. When you have a lyric that says you turn uh, you turned our song down, baby, what for when you hear our song? Is there like a song that comes to your mind when you hear yourself say that lyric? Um, I feel like that's a little specific. Um, <laughs> well, I just didn't I mean, know. <laughs> our song would kind of have to be like mine and someone else's. But um, when I think of our song, it would definitely be situational. I mean, depending on who I'm with, I feel like I have songs. With, I like that's a thing for me. I feel like since I was young, I, I always used to like kind of, you know, with my friendships, we'd always have a song like with everyone that I was friends with. You know, we'd have a song that that we kind of always went back to or always loved together and even my friends now, like one of my one of my best friends, our song is Levitating by Dua Lipa and DaBaby. And we're like, we just listen to it every time we're together. So it's kind of like become our song. That's one of those songs you just don't get sick of hearing. You could hear it 3,000 oh, no. times in a row and it gets better and better and better. Yep, it gets better and better and better and better. And then the music video just makes it even better. Mm -hmm. I'm getting this sense that like there's like one era of Addison Rae that's coming to a close. And with Obsessed, a new era is beginning. And I think that's in... All layers of existence. Am I wrong? No, I, I agree. I think there's, you know, layers to people all the time. And I think, um, I mean, that's a part of life and growing up and, and finding who you are. And, and that's kind of what I've been doing for the past two years. And, and my life's changed drastically. I mean, I was in college in 2019. So it's like, well, I had just graduated high school and went to college the same year in 2019. So 
I mean, my life's just done a complete 180. And um, I think that's just kind of a part of, you know, growing up and figuring out what, what I'm doing and, and who I am as a person. And I, I mean, I'm only 20 years old. I'm still figuring out, you know, what it, it, life means to me. Of course, it's a process. And like, by the way, slow and steady wins the race. It's a mm -hmm. very long road ahead for both personal growth, career growth, etc. And, and the truth is, as you progress, you will find those people that you are loyal to and hold close to you that ride or die with you. But there's a process to that. People come and go. They're in and out. That's just the truth. But, like, you yeah. will find the core that will, like, dude, will ride or die for I you. I agree. Truth. I agree. But, but it takes I mean, weeding out to get there. You get me? Oh, yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of emotions you don't want to feel sometimes, you know, things yeah. that you don't want to go through. But, I mean, I think it's so worth it in the end when you find those people that really you know, are a part of your life story. Well, when you release a song, your first song, especially being such a big social media star, how do you prepare for what people are going to say about it? Like, you know, it's coming. Yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> There's yeah. no preparation. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's kind of just, you know, you're putting yourself out there. And I think with, you know, what I already do on social media by, you know, putting so much of my life to be judged for, I mean, it, it only makes sense that people would feel um, the need to judge anything else I put out. So I, I understand and... Um, I think for me, it's kind of been accepting that, you know, not everyone's going to love everything I do. And, and that's just a part of human life. I mean, there are always going to be people that don't like you. And you can't really control people's thoughts about you um, when they don't really know you. Um, but I know me and, and I love the things I do. And, and as long as I love it and it's something that I'm passionate about and I feel excited about, I feel like no one can take that away from me. Why do you think people hated the song? Um, I mean, you know, people have their reasons i think some people don't like the track some people didn't like the lyrics some people didn't like that it was me singing it um but it happens i mean it's it's nothing you know to take too hard to heart because i know um i mean people only think of me what they want to and and that's kind of how i've just accepted that but i do know that the people that do enjoy it you know that makes me super excited too because I, there are a lot of people that love it and um, support me and it's so amazing that I do have those people. Didn't you tweet shortly after it came out like if <laughs> yep. you hate Obsessed stream it again and let me know what you hate about it? I did tweet that yep. <laughs> Dude, suggestion box. I like it. <laughs> yeah that was um, a lot of people were very shocked that I tweeted that. I feel like I'm not very much of a person that's like talks about those kind of things or you know we'll snap back at something like that but but that was kind of a little moment for me i mean i was just i think i was just enjoying the song so much for myself that i was like you know what whatever like if you don't like it tell me why you don't like it and, and listen again you know did it feel good to tweet that out for sure i mean it always feels good to kind of you know stand up for yourself and what you love and, and that's kind of what i was doing and, and there's no hard feelings when i tweeted that obviously if someone doesn't like it and they don't listen to it it's no big deal but um, but no, it was fun to just be able to be like, yeah, you know, I love this and I'm backing it. I, I love what I put out and, and that's all. And by the way, like coming to terms with that is like th the biggest first step in releasing anything. I mean, mm -hmm. did you get that? Like, had you, were you nervous ever to post certain TikToks? Did you ever feel like, you know, like you're like, but it's different than a song, right? They're extensions of you, but... They definitely have a different place in your, your brain and your, your life, correct? Totally. I mean, I, I feel like um, for I've always been kind of a perfectionist um, for the longest time. And I think that kind of 
would show throughout how I would handle posting things because I would do them so many times, even though I knew that, you know, I may know the dance and then I'll do the video like 30 times because I'm like, oh, I want my face to do this here. Like, I want to do this expression or this move or I don't like the way my arm looked or my hair or whatever. And um, I mean, it, it's kind of a part of where I've become with social media, just being so critical of myself, which kind of sucks because, you know, um, being so critical, I mean, that just comes with a lot of like emotional baggage with just, yeah. you know, am I good enough? A lot of questions and um, reading when you do read negative things, it gets to you more because you're already picking yourself apart. So to have someone else kind of add on to that, you're like, oh, maybe it's true or maybe I'm not the only one thinking these things about myself. And um, it's been a, a definitely an uphill battle. I mean, it's, it's hard and it's something that I'm learning and, and progressively working towards getting better at. But I think um, at the end of the day, for me, it's just, you know, I'm having fun. And, and that's kind of all I've done from the beginning. And I think it kind of changed from that a little bit whenever I was getting followers because I was kind of like, oh, now I have to impress everyone and make sure everyone likes it. And um, and that kind of took over for a minute. But I think, you know, I'm back to just being me and unapologetically myself and who I started off to be. A beautiful, beautiful thing. And I think it will produce really great music and art. But the first part of your conversation in regards to just the unhealthy I don't want to say unhealthy attachment to likes or data via social media is like, it's something that you face. And I think it's something that like normal people, not saying you're not normal, but other people, <laughs> creators of all sizes from across the country and all over the world, they face mm -hmm. this each and every day. Normal people have faced the wrath of TikTok virality where one video changes their life and then nothing else follows. It is, I've never, like, I've just, I've been making radio or audio for quite some time and I've seen a lot of social media come and go. There's just been nothing like this in a, in a sense that like really a normal person from Arkansas tomorrow could post a video and it could have 15 million views in a day. Yep. It's nuts. TikTok is so nuts. And I think that's why, you know, that's why a lot of people are kind of going through the same emotions, which is why I feel like we can all kind of understand in a way. I mean, I've seen people that will have a viral video and um, and they'll like quit social media the next day, like they'll delete their TikTok. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But you know, cause you read those comments and you believe them and you're like, well, you know, these are people I don't know having such an opinion on my life, which is something that we're not used to. I mean, when you posted on Instagram a couple years ago, only your friends would see it if they knew who you were, you know, you don't scroll across every random person's Instagram unless you kind of search for it. So, um, with TikTok, I mean, you're seeing stuff on your for you page that you didn't necessarily search for. And um, people have an opinion on everything. So it is an interesting, interesting world right now. What do you say to somebody who's thinking about posting a video to TikTok? Would you tell them to rethink it or would you tell them to go ahead, hit post? No, I, I say if you love it and, and you're confident about it, go ahead and why not? But I think always remember, you know, that initial feeling like I'm going to post this because I like it. Like, remember that when you're, you know, reading the bad stuff too. remember that you did this because you liked it and um, you can't really base everything you do off of what other people want because people's opinions are always changing too. I mean, people nonstop will jump on the next hate, you know, bandwagon. So you kind of never, never really need to take that to heart. And, and trends change. Like, is that something that you have to come to term? Like, is there any point in this journey so far where you're like, you know, as fa I don't want to say it came fast because you've been working on music for a while, but dude, the, your first video is 20.5 million views. So like as fast as this came, like, People could be like, I'm done with TikTok tomorrow, and the biggest platform at your fingertips is just hollow. You yeah, know? I mean, that's always a thought in my head, too. I'm like, you know, this stuff can go away so quickly, which is why I'm 
really making sure I'm um, enjoying and, and loving and putting a lot of work into the things that I do love because, I mean, it can all be gone in a heartbeat and you just never really know. So um, I think just me being able to, to branch out and do the other things that I enjoy and love is, is kind of a part of it too. And, and you know, I just did a movie yes. um, the end of last year and then, you know, my music came out. So it's kind of like being able to put out more than what people just saw on TikTok too. So we clearly have enough music for an album. Uh, is that like, is there like a whiteboard or a corkboard somewhere where these songs like exist on there that you, you could be putting together a project or are you just like, where's your head at? Yes. Um, I am, you know, we're writing it out right now. We, we haven't stepped up to the whiteboard or the corkboard yet, but we're, um, we're writing it all out. We're, we're kind of putting it on, on our notes and, figuring it out as we're, I mean, I'm still coming in the studio every single day. So we're kind of just working with, you know, what new could come and keeping that open. And, um, but yeah, there's definitely work on a project right now and I'm beyond excited about it. And, um, everything kind of fits together, which is really nice to know that, you know, mostly every song that, that we've been working on kind of can make its way on there and it, it all goes together perfectly. So I'm really excited. There's no rush for it. I definitely don't want to rush it together and I want it to be special to me and mean something. Will it be? It, it will be a debut album. It will be a debut album. Yeah. Sweet. When you take <laughs> he's all that and then obsessed, which one is more of a challenge for you? Um, in what terms? Like, what did you find music easier than acting, or acting easier than music, or was one harder? Um. Yeah. Good question. Okay. So I would say. It's almost a little bit harder with music because I would say, uh, especially in my in in what I'm kind of approaching it as, because I'm I'm being very vulnerable. So that's a little more difficult than almost playing a character. You know, you can play a character and that's not you. But um, for me, being vulnerable in the studio and and um, and giving my thoughts and ideas and like I said, my concepts and my stories and my experiences and my thoughts about you know whatever it may be, love. Uh, parties, whatever, like kind of just my, my thoughts on these things and writing about them um, is a little more vulnerable and definitely harder sometimes. I mean, it's it's hard to think that, you know, you're putting a lot of things on the line that you kind of believe yourself and, and running with it. So, I mean, I definitely think music was a little trickier just as far as, you know, people are going to be hearing kind of my thoughts and my ideas and experiences and things like that. At this stage in this whole thing, what do you think it takes to be a pop star? Or a true artist? I think passion and drive and, you know, confidence and acceptance in a way, too. Um, I think acceptance is almost a bigger one for that because you're kind of accepting that this is who you are and this is what you love and this is what you're about and um, putting it out for people to kind of either love or hate and accepting that, you know, you love it. So that's all that really matters. And um, I definitely think putting your heart into it is a big part too. You know, like you're, you're really putting yourself out there and, and you being an artist and what you sing and what you um, do musically is, is all a part of who you are and how people perceive you. Yeah. It's your story, you know, exactly. The paparazzi thing. Oh, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah. yeah. What, <laughs> why, you, you're about, you want to be a legend, right? Like you want to be like, you want to sell out arenas, right? Is that the dream? Yeah, of course. Don't we all? Yeah. Let's not, <laughs> We got we got to like scale back on paparazzi. Like we need to we need to we need to woo reel that baby in. That is a <laughs> that is a crazy fish out there. And the Hollywood fix is just dude. You're feeding him. You're you're like 
Like, like, come on. Like, what are we? Like, what, really you're so classy. Know. You're so classy. You, you handle I, it very like, well. You do. I like to be respectful. I mean, you know, you have to understand that this. I, I do understand. You know, this is this is these people's jobs, and I get it. And um, there are boundaries, and I think I've set those for myself, and I can, you know mentally really separate that whenever I am in those situations. And I definitely don't want to talk about things that are, I'm uncomfortable talking about and I won't. And I think that's just kind of a part of standing up for myself and being like, yes. you know, I respect you. You respect me. I'm always down, you know, for them to, to take the photos. It's always fun, of course, you know? Um, and, but I think there is boundaries and do they know those boundaries? Sometimes no. And I kind of have to accept that and work myself around that and know, you know, when I don't want to answer things, I don't have to. Well, and by the way, like you're 100 percent right. And these are no no offense to those guys out there. These artists, the culture shapers give you an inch. And, you know, at a certain point, they really try to go for a mile, you know, and it gets really uncomfortable. And uh, maybe I, maybe I'm crazy, but uh, <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not. I definitely I mean, there are boundaries that are overstepped sometimes. And I think, you know, maybe they just don't realize it. And or maybe they ignore that. Um, yeah, they ignore but. It. Yeah, but, you know, it happens, and I think it's just at the end of the day about how I'm going to handle myself. I can't really control what they're going to say, and I can't control, you know, what they'll yeah. they'll yell at me or say, you know, while I'm getting in my car. And I kind of just have to shape what I, my responses are around, you know, what I want to and, and my boundaries. Like I said, I think boundaries are just a huge thing, especially when it comes to paparazzi. But when certain things are going on in your life, will you ever question, like, should I not go here? Should I not go there? Because I know yes. the paparazzi will be there to ask me this specific question. Yes, for sure. Um, it is, which is kind of unfortunate, you know, because yeah. I, I want to be able to, to do, you know, go eat out and go with my friends and go grab a coffee and really not have to worry about that. But um, I think it's, you know, kind of something that I just have to decide on my own too like you know am I gonna put myself in that position or not and if I do then be ready to you know say or not say what I think wow. do you fall back on people like Courtney because I know you've become closer with her on how she's been dealing with it over the last 15 20 years whatever it is yeah I mean I think people in general that I've met that have been doing this for you know over the past five years just as far as you know the media has been been so involved and social media kind of was the change of that in a way because you know you can almost define who you are on your own you know and I can put out you know what pictures I want and what videos I want and and that's kind of what people you know see of me but um it definitely is a crazy crazy experience and, and crazy thing to kind of adjust to but I think it's also very new still because it's always evolving and I mean people are changing the ways they're doing things and um I mean it's more common now than ever to have like so many you're kind of like almost it's for YouTube videos you know like people will make these YouTube videos and it's not necessarily for a press outlet it'll just be for a youtube video which is so interesting because it's kind of evolving into that music obviously there's an album coming uh is there a date in your head do you do you set things like that like like pillars um i mean i definitely think there's goals um not necessarily like i'm not really putting it a date on it yet because i don't want to rush myself for something that's gonna you know be so special to me and i definitely want it to be able to to feel like it'll it's it's going to come out when it's ready um but as far as my second single we have like we kind of know around the time when we want want it out um and it's definitely sooner than people think really really sooner than people think but um we're not really putting too many specific dates on things just so that the process can just work itself out and, and we can feel good about it do you remember the first song you wrote ever yes and 
And we act like it didn't happen. <laughs> we act like it didn't happen. Um, no, I mean, I feel like that's that's been a process with even the second or third or fourth, fifth song. You know, like you go back and look at songs you've written and you're like, okay, like we've clearly done some growing since then. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a process. And I love looking back at, at the first, you know, things I worked on because I'm like, wow, just to see your growth and and to see me as an artist almost being formed even more. And you look at the first few songs I did and um, even the first probably like 10 songs I did. And I'm like, wow, I've developed so much as an artist since then. Even just like my songwriting processes, my, you know, the melodies that I'm using just seem so much more complex. And I, in the beginning, it was a little different. And um, now it's just gotten to a place where I kind of definitely can go in the studio and, and know what I'm doing. I genuinely feel like you are in this with every fiber of your being like music is is music like the end goal or like the big one the big kahuna yeah i mean of course music is just such a big part of of my life and and how i share things and i think um i mean it definitely surprises people and, and which i understand you know i haven't shown this side of myself in the entire time i've been on social media so i get how people could see that um you know or be confused by it but i think it's just been a huge part of my life and I mean, I just want to be performing. Like you said, I want to be selling out arenas and, and touring and um, putting on a show for people and, and being able to perform my music in front of everyone, but also adding in all the other aspects that I enjoy and have huge passions for, like dancing and, you know, even doing my performance um, recently was just so exciting to be able to yes. to really be in it and, and have the energy there and perform and sing and, and add it all in one. Is there nerves involved with sharing your true self because you you said like tiktok is lip syncs and it's a certain type of content that works mm -hmm. it's dances you don't really speak like you don't get to know you the way we're get, starting to get to know you now as we talk is there yeah. nerves sharing yourself in the music of course i think there's nerves sharing yourself in any any situation i mean i even now i'm still like you know questioning everything i say i'm like oh you know, are, are people going to like, like me or still, are they going to hate me or what? And, you know, but I think at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, this is me, this is who I am. And, and that's, that's all I am. And I know, um, you know, the people that want to hate me will always hate me. And the people that, you know, want to give me a chance will, and, and they'll like me if they resonate. And if not, then, you know, not everyone's meant to, to like everything you do in your life. So I've kind of just had to learn that as I'm growing up and I feel like I've grown up pretty fast since you know everything happened because I kind of had to and I had to learn how to adjust and um stay strong mentally and um go through this but in the best mindset just be yourself because being anything else doesn't it, it takes too much energy and that energy can be used in better places exactly well, that, that's a great message because even here with our show no matter what we do there's going to be people that hate on us no, no matter what we ask who we talk to what we say there's just those people out there that are going to speak down on you no matter what you do. And no, it doesn't matter. Do you can do everything they say to do, and they're still going to find something that they don't like. You know? Exactly. So. Addison Ray, uh, how'd you explain to your parents that your video went viral? <laughs> um, I was pretty straightforward about it. I was like, I think I texted it to my mom, actually, when it happened, because I was just like, what is this? And she was kind of confused, too. I mean, I was like, what's going on? Um, and then... <sighs> my first video to get a million likes was actually with my mom. So I remember she kept looking at it and kept refreshing it. And she was like, what's going on? Like, what is this? And I was like, I don't even know. I mean, we had just downloaded TikTok a few months before, you know, my first million liked video. And I was just like, 
what's going on? Even like Mariah Carey had liked one of my TikToks with my mom to her song. And we were just like, this can't be real. Like this is, this has to be fake. <laughs> and then do you think it would just die off after that? Like where you weren't expecting it to just continue on like it has, right? I mean, I was just having fun with it, especially from the jump. I was like, you know, whatever this means, I'm doing it and it's fun. And, and you know, people are enjoying to watch this. So I just kept posting and kept, um, a lot of my videos were always so random, especially in the beginning. I mean, I mean, I remember I was doing them at LSU football tail, uh, tailgates, <laughs> LSU football game tailgates. And I'm like, what? I was just literally setting my phone up and doing a random video with people. Um, but I mean, no, I didn't expect it, of course, but I definitely, um, knew that, you know, I wanted to share what I was doing and share my life and, and people were interested in it. So I just kept it up. Was there a moment where you realized that life was different? because of this probably I, I usually say the all-star game the nba all-star game last year um in february i think that's kind of when things really changed and i mean i moved to la in december of 2019 so i had been in college for a few months you know yeah. before that and then i was like all right mom and dad i think i'm ready to you know move to la and and uh, chase my dreams and they were like all right let's see it you know go do it and um so i moved here and and then I was here for a month and I was like, all right, maybe it's not as easy as I thought it would be. And then I asked them to move here with me and they did. So um, I'm really fortunate that my parents, you know, believed in me. And and um, and also, I think they've just known my entire life where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. So they really supported it when I got the opportunity to do all those things. And it's a journey that you're all on together. I mean, Reich is like you're, you, they have millions of followers on TikTok, too. You know, they're in your content. Yeah. It's it's you have a podcast with your mom so it, it's been something that has been a a, a a true i don't it's not family business but something that everybody gets to kind of escape in and take part in and create together oh yeah it's nuts i mean my little bro my little seven-year-old brother lucas is like getting noticed on the streets and he's like mom and dad these people love me and i'm like oh my gosh this is precious because i mean who gets to experience that you know not many people and um, and for them to be here with me is such an amazing, amazing journey. I, I know we've asked you a lot of questions. I do have one more, but before I get to that, I was watching your Who Knows Me Better video, and your mom said one of your pet peeves is when people ask you questions. Oh, <laughs> oh this must be the worst. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're asking no, more and more. No. I'm like, Ooh. Okay, I love <laughs> questions. I really do. I think, I mean, like, in the sense of, like, necessarily things I don't want to talk about, but, I mean, those are things that I'm getting more comfortable with. I have always been, you know, you obviously always get a little nervous or frantic whenever you hear something you don't want to hear or, you, yeah. you know, a question that you don't want to answer or you don't know how to answer. But I'm getting better at that. And I think it's it's definitely a part of, you know, pushing my comfort zone and figuring out, you know. Um, I mean, that, that's all a part of finding yourself, too. I think it's it's interesting to find everyone's boundaries and know, like, oh, so that's their pet peeve or, oh, that sets them <laughs> off. Like, let's see how we can, how uncomfortable we can get them because, I mean, that's just about exploring who you are and how you handle things more. Well, I, I hope you don't hang out with people who, like, seek vulnerabilities out in your conversation <laughs> style then poke and poke and no, poke. No, 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 no. But sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. I mean, you should always be pushing your, your boundaries and your limits because I think life's so short. I mean, why not explore every single emotion and, and yes. how you feel about things? Oh, and by the way, isn't that really what you want a partner to like any significant other at any stage of life is like somebody who pushes you to be the best version of yourself, which ultimately like of course. trickles into every aspect of your existence. No, exactly. And I think even not even just the best version of yourself, but exactly who you are. And yes. I mean, that, 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 you know, has your worst moments in it too. And I think that's an important part to always realize is that people do have, you know, bad moments, but that just shapes more and more of who they are. Yeah. 
in a conversation that I've been having often is like, you know, those the, those those bad moments or those those like those cons of a person, like, you know, you grow to love those things about somebody, and you 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 love the the, the process and the evolution and the change and. Yeah, there's uh... exactly. I mean, it's every part, every yes. part of someone, you know, it's very interesting to be at a level with people that you can really see um, every good and bad thing. I mean, you'll never know someone's thoughts. So at least you can, you know, know their actions and their words. The last question I had is, are you sick of people asking you to dance? <laughs> like, what do you mean for videos? Yeah, because, you know, back in the day, people wanted autographs and they wanted selfies. Now they run up to you and say, hey, can we do this dance together? <laughs> you know, it's an interesting thing that I've thought about, too. I'm like, um, cause I, yeah, I mean, pictures I feel like are pretty common, but I'll get asked about a TikTok dance every once in a while. Um, probably, I mean, more than ever, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just a little different because it's, it's, you know, we'll do it one and it's, it's usually a 15 second video. And then, you know, what if someone messed up or someone didn't like mm -hmm. it? And then we do it a couple of times. And oh. then, um, I mean, then it kind of progresses and then everyone wants to do a TikTok, which is like, of course I want to do that. But you know, sometimes I'm in a rush and it's hard to say no. And I, I always feel so bad because I, I mean, all these people, you know, are supporters of me and they love me and I, I want to be here and make all the TikToks with them. But sometimes I can't and, and it sucks that I can't, but you know, I have to understand that I have, you know, things to do and um, I have to focus on me too sometimes. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I'm very excited for music. I, uh, I really, really am. Do you see a world in reality for yourself one day where maybe TikTok is not as prevalent in your life, where it's not something that you have to do on a daily basis or even weekly? Because sometimes, like, that algorithm is vicious, uh, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I, I see the Jamilias post, like, a 37 times a day, you know, to jumpstart <laughs> that thing. It takes it, it takes work. Yeah, of course. And I, But I think, you know, that's everything. That's everything in life. It's, it's, it's always going to be, you know... Um, a little bit of extra work and yeah. and I think I don't think TikTok will ever like lose its um, value to me really because I mean it's where I started and, and it's where I you know attribute a lot of my my success to because I'm like you know I started here and this is my my platform that you know people know me from which is so awesome and I never want to shy away from that but um, I definitely think there are moments whenever you know I am branching out and I'm, I'm con going to continue to grow up and, and grow and you know you do lose a little bit of touch with that but never enough to stop posting on it for sure i'll probably always be around you know especially um as i continue doing music and and even movies and tv and, and things like that i mean it's all kind of looped in with social media at this point so it'll always have some value to me addison ray i really appreciate your time and energy today i uh, really really appreciate you giving us a uh yeah just hanging out with us i hope that you can be on the couch next time and uh i know album. me too that would yes, be really yes 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 deeply deeply appreciated and um <laughs> yeah you have an incredible story and i wish you beyond luck and uh yeah thank you for your time thank you thank you thank you guys thank you guys so much for having me i mean this was a pleasure and hopefully i'll be on the couch like you said next time so. yeah i would uh it's here i'm staring at it it's just empty oh how sad <laughs> I, know, I know have an amazing day addison ray thank you guys so much peace and love yeah Hey, beautiful human, thanks for listening to our conversation with Addison Ray. It was a pleasure being in your ears today. I really do appreciate your time and energy, and I need to know, though, who should we invite to hang out with us next? Hit me up, at Zach Sang, on any form of social media. Please be safe, hug your family, and don't go to jail. I'll talk to you soon. Peace and love.